Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 118. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we typically have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can bring Disney magic into your life. And as a reminder to our listeners, we appreciate if you can take time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform where you listen that helps new listeners find us and of course helps the show grow. Now on today's episode, it will be another one of our special episodes. We're going to be continuing our review of our Disney Alaskan cruise. And before we get to that, Chris, do our friends at OrlandoVacation.com have a message? They sure do. And the message is save money. Go to OrlandoVacation.com, use the code DISLOVE, to save 5% off your next booking of three or more nights. And the great thing is, unless you live in Central Florida, you're going to have more than three nights. And if you live in Central Florida, you don't need to book with them. But you probably don't live there, so you do need to book with them. Hey, if you want a birthday weekend or something, you might. Exactly. (laughs) But the bottom line is book with them. OrlandoVacation.com. Use the code DISLOVE to save 5%. Perfect. And as I mentioned, on today's show, we are going to be continuing our review with our Disney Cruise Line vacation. This took place at the end of August 2022. And in this episode, we're going to specifically look at the entertainment on board. And I will say this was our first seven night cruise. We had done I had done a three and a four night. Chris had just done a four night before. And I really think that you just get so much more entertainment and so many more things on board with the longer cruises. What do you think? That is correct. Now, we are people that can't sit still. That is correct. (laughs) And I was really concerned with we had technically three full at sea days that I was going to be bored and not have something to do. In fact, that was quite the opposite. I didn't get to do everything I wanted to do on board. And I know even Chris, who's not as into activities, I felt like you probably didn't get to do everything you wanted either. No, I mean, there was just things I kind of discovered each day. It would have been nice to go swimming. It just didn't quite work out logistically. But that said, yes, Vanessa, there was always something new. Like I went into the sports pub. I mean, I'm not a drinker, but it was a nice place to be for the trivia. And I had never stepped in there until that one time. Right. So we're going to talk about everything from some of the smaller things like Chris just mentioned, a trivia to the big shows and the parties. So let's get started with the parties because that's something that you encounter first. When you are leaving port, they have Mickey's Sail a Wave, not a way, a wave party. And it's fun because it has dance mixes and it's all the characters and there's a DJ. It's really upbeat. I think this one was something that our daughter really loved, especially because they had all the characters out and it just really gets you in the mood of like, oh, yay, we're on a Disney cruise. Definitely. (laughs) And they do it as the ship is pulling away from port. So that's fun. It adds excitement. To be honest, I was so engaged watching the show. I really miss that we were pulling out of Vancouver. I agree. (laughs) So it's just a nice show. Make sure that you get there in time where you can see. We kind of got there a little bit later for this one. So our daughter, she's short. She was able to, some people let her up to the railing. We went up on, I think we're on deck 10 because most of the show takes place on deck nine around the pool area. And it's just a fun thing. So that is probably the one that has the least 
theming in terms of like it's not a super long show it has just a mix of the disney characters but it's just a fun way to kick off the cruise now the second party which i think was my favorite was the frozen deck party and this only takes place on a few of the cruises and it has to be a seven night one there was a deck party that was also the theming went into the dinner that night as well. So it was fun because it was our day that we went near the one glacier. So you've, you're kind of in this ice frozen kind of, (laughs) kind of mood anyways. And so they, the deck party takes place with all of the characters that you think of from frozen. It has Kristoff and of course, Anna and Elsa and Sven and Olaf and a good mix of dancers and the other crew members that are just getting people excited. Kristoff comes down like on a rope and it's just fun. There's, um, they have snow that takes place during the show. Now for us coming from Michigan, that snow, that fake snow is not that big of a deal, but I know people but love it. it. Nice yeah, touch. yeah. People get really excited about it. And we were even excited, even though we get snow at home. So it's, of course, frozen themed, singing, dancing. We are nice friends that we met on the cruise. They were kind enough. They share their front row spot. So our daughter was like right there with the characters. It's super fun. I will say the one side note that I thought would have been a nice addition is you don't get to meet the characters. Didn't you think that was a little bit of a bummer? Correct. Like why get them all dialed up and then not have them connect with, even do like what was a limited photo shoot. Why not have them do that? Correct. So when we had done our cruise a couple years ago on the dream, we were able to do where you could sign up ahead of time. You got pictures with Anna and Elsa. I really think Disney misses the mark of not having frozen characters on deck or with a backdrop or something, especially on the day that you're doing the frozen party, you're seeing the glaciers. I mean, what better place to meet the frozen characters? Correct. In a fjord. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. You are. You were in a fjord. So that is one thing that I think is a little bit of a disappointment, but the entire show was awesome. They also bring up a piece of um, iceberg and they put it on deck where you can get photos with. So it was fun. We had frozen costumes. We've been able to use those for a couple different things and we wore them that night and we got our pictures with the ice and it was just a fun experience. And then the dinner, as I mentioned, has a Nordic-inspired theme, and they have all kinds of names related to Frozen characters. So they just continue the theme throughout the night. And I think that was the fun thing, because the whole experience tied in together from watching the going in the fjord, seeing the icebergs, then experiencing the show, followed by the dinner. It was just an awesome way to to really our daughter loves Frozen. We like Frozen. And so it just really brought all of that together. I think even if you weren't a huge Frozen person, you would appreciate that theming. Correct. Now, the dining experience is great as well, too. It it goes along with everything. So depending on what restaurant you are in, it might fit a little better, but you all get to have that. They call it freezing the night away with Anna, Elsa, and friends. And again, the sing-along is fun. They have just a lot of fun things for you to experience that day. So those are the two main parties that you experience. Now, if you are 
on other ships. There's going to be different themes, like Sail a Wave is on multiple ships. The Frozen is on a couple of the ships. If you go on other sailings and you're at Christmas or Halloween, you have some different shows that you might experience. But those are the ones that are on the Seven Night Alaska on the Wonder. Next up are the live shows, and all of these theatrical shows take place in the Walt Disney Theater. The great thing was where our where our room was, we were, what, two decks or just one deck above the theater? Yes. So we were able to just walk right down, perfect access, and the shows, we did the second seating for dinner, which for us works fine. Our daughter is a night owl, so we can go to dinner, although she was tired a couple nights, I think, because we were just going so much. Um, but you're able to then see the show, and then you go to dinner. Now, if you do the earlier one, of course, you're usually going to eat and then see the dinner. So you have to or then see the show. But these shows, there was three Broadway level shows during the cruise. There was Frozen, a musical spectacular. I'm saying these out of order. Actually, the first one we saw was the Golden Mickeys. Then we saw Frozen, a musical spectacular. And it ended with Disney Dreams. So in the, an enchanted classic is the full tagline. So let's talk about the Golden Mickeys. This was a fun way to kick off. It's set up like it's a award show. And then the host doesn't show up. So the stage manager has to take over. Talks about her like following her dreams and coming out of her shell and really embracing this opportunity and it shows about really making your dreams come true which i think that's what disney's all about yes it is <laughs> and the great thing is this really encompasses so many of the the product or the different shows that we all know and love so you have features from snow white and the seven dwarfs hunchback of notre dame tarzan mulan little mermaid 101 dalmatians toy story 2 lady and the tramp Tangled, The Lion King, and Beauty and the Beast. So if I didn't mention a show that you love, you probably aren't a Disney fan because that covers almost every Disney show. It sure does. <laughs> um, so that gives you a lot of things that people can connect to. It's just fun how they have a lot of the tunes that we are familiar with. You have a nice story woven into it. And so this person that becomes a master of ceremonies, she kind of comes out of her shell. And that's the whole message about in our hearts, we can all make our dreams come true, which that's the whole Disney tagline. I thought this is a great show to kick it off. I thought it had great caliber of the variety of just everything from costumes to set and thinking about that you're on a boat and they're able to pull this off. What did you think about the Golden Mickeys, Chris? Like you said, it was a good way to kick off the the trip. I'm not a real big theater fan, so it was just more just nice to enjoy the time there. Now, the second show, I think, was more Chris's pace. It was the Frozen, a musical spectacular. And, of course, there was a lot of Frozen things happening on the Alaskan cruise. But this one is... I have a friend that we have a good friend who loves Broadway shows. And I know he was talking about going to Frozen, the Broadway version very soon. And from everything that I've read, this is essentially a condensed version of this. It's an hour long version of what you would see in the Broadway show. Yes, the sets are going to be a little bit more elaborate, but this is really Frozen coming to life. The puppets and just the overall 
pageantry and the singing and the dancing and everything, I thought it was really well done. And some of the lighting effects that they do, not only in this one, but in some of the other ones to really take advantage of the space that they don't have the ability to have these huge sets, but they're able to use lighting and other things to bring in and make it feel even more immersive. I thought Frozen was excellent. Even if you aren't a huge Frozen fan. What was your opinion of the Frozen? No, it was very good. (laughs) Now, the last one, the last Disney show that you have, and this is on the last night, and I felt a little nostalgia when I was watching it because you're the last night of your cruise, you're thinking about this great trip you've had, and it's called Disney Dreams, an Enchanted Classic, and this follows a young girl, her name's Anne-Marie, and she's like going to bed the night before, I think she starts middle school, and it's about holding on to those dreams and holding on to those beloved things from our childhood and how we can believe in make-believe and that sort of thing. So it has everything from Mickey and Minnie to the Blue Fairy, Peter Pan, lots of characters throughout. And again, a lot of those songs and things that we're familiar with. It was a fun way, just like the Golden Mickeys is great to kick it off. I think Disney Dreams is a great way to cap off the cruise as well. Now, during the week, we also, those weren't the only shows that we only like large stage shows we had. There was also a magician who was really awesome who came on board. Oh, he was wonderful. Yeah, with the tiny plunger. Um, he was really cool. And there was a juggler that came on board. We didn't get to see him. I think we stayed in port later that day. So we didn't see him, but my dad saw him and said that it was really awesome. He did a lot of engagement with the kids and brought in audience members and things like that. And the cool thing was that they extended these shows in the sense that the magician had an adults only show, which I think is super cool. We didn't get to go. It was a night. My parents were kind enough to watch our daughter one night when we went and did trivia and a couple of things. But the magician show was not on a night that we had somebody watching her. So that they had an adults only show. The juggler did some sessions where you could go and learn how to juggle, which we were, unfortunately, I think it was at the same time as our dinner. But I walked by the space towards the end. And it was fun just seeing all these people learning how to juggle. I mean, I think that would be a fun thing to learn. Definitely. Um, So those are some other shows that took place. So essentially, every night you could see a pretty decent sized show. Now, there are a lot of other entertainment things throughout the ship. Next up are character greetings, which we all love character greetings. But the fun thing is there, there's always some sort of new outfit to catch. So Mickey and his friend, like the Fab Five, were in their captain's outfits. But then on different days, there was different themes. So the day that my mom and I took our daughter to, there's a royal tea. We took her to that. Minnie and Daisy were in their princess outfits, and you could get pictures with them. We did pictures on deck with all of the crew in their... Would you say that's Alaska gear, like when Mickey was in a slicker? Yeah, and an Alaska motif. Yeah, so Minnie was in a jacket with like the fur, and Donald and Goofy kind of looked like lumberjacks, and Mickey was in his yellow slicker. And you were up on deck when it was on the day that we were in the fjord, and it was so cool to see the characters in those sorts of outfits and get something that is unique just to that sailing. 
Correct. I mean, I think it's just neat because it's one of those things where you're not going to see those costumes in Florida or California, only in Alaska. Correct. And we had some great friends that we met who were awesome about being able to tell us when they had talked to cast members and knew which outfits the characters would be wearing at different meet and greets. So it was really cool. We were able to catch some unique things that we might have missed. There's lots of other characters too that you can sign up for. There's things called royal gatherings, where you sign up for a set time to go and get photos with the different princesses. So when we did our royal gathering, we had Cinderella, Rapunzel, Tiana, Ariel, and I'm missing one more. Let's see. There was Cinderella, sure. Cinderella, Tiana, Rapunzel, Ariel. Cinderella. Yeah, I said Cinderella. There's there's a fifth one. We'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but we were able to do the royal gathering, and we got pictures with princesses. There were also like Chip and Dale, and I know some people got pictures with Moana, and lots of different character opportunities where you might wait. 15 minutes in a line. But when you think about the hours, you sometimes wait if you're at the Halloween party at Magic Kingdom, or if a character meet and greet is like just a limited offering where they might be for out for a certain holiday or different things, you really get much better access to characters, I think, on the ships than you do at the parks. What would your opinion be? I agree to that. Yes. Yeah. So, and the great thing is if you buy, I know we talked about a little bit in the last one, we bought the photo package. So they have photographers with all of the characters, which is awesome because they'll do lots of poses. Now, we unfortunately were in the last week of social distancing on the cruise line with characters. So that was a little bit of a bummer. We have some friends that went the week after and then two weeks after. And they're like right next to they're getting a hug from Mickey and in our pictures we're six feet away from Mickey. But that is just because we were at the end of August and September 1st, those rules changed on the cruise line. But it was still so cool to get those character shots. And those are really once in a lifetime, I think, shots that you get when you have Mickey in his Alaska gear and you have the amazing backdrop behind you and you have to time it. If you do the day that we are by the glaciers, there are excursions where you can take a boat to go closer to the glacier. So if you are doing that, you have to time it to make sure that you're able to see the characters. Seemed like our friends did the afternoon boat and they were able to get the characters before they left. And that might be something that you'll want to be mindful of if you want to do the boat excursion, but you also want to be the, do the characters. You want to think about timing for that. Now, there's also, of course, a movie theater on board with first-run movies. We didn't go to a movie this time. We did do, we did see a movie on our last cruise, but not this one. I know my dad went and saw the Thor movie that's out, but kind of a side tip. We talk about food a lot, and um, I know I love popcorn, Disney popcorn in particular. You can buy a popcorn bucket, and you can use it at for the... Walt Disney Theater when you go to see all those different shows and then you can also use it at the movie theater. I think it was seven or eight dollars to buy it initially, but it was only a dollar fifty to refill it. So I think every day we got a refill of popcorn. Somebody was either going to a show or a movie and we passed it between our room and my parents' room. And so the first run movie theater is wonderful and they have shows all the way into the late evening. So you can go to they had 
like 11.30 p.m. shows. So you got a chance to see a lot of different movies. And then, of course, last but not least, are the daily activities. And this is where I think it's awesome because there's so many things. There literally were days where you couldn't do everything you wanted to do. Chris mentioned he went to, that was a sports trivia you went to, correct? Yes. Now, we also went to, was it 90s music? And then we did another one. We did a couple of different (laughs) trivias that were super fun. And they'll have music themes or they have Disney. I went to Disney trivia with our friend once. And I know we all went to a couple of the music ones, sports ones. They have ones that are family, like that are family friendly where everyone can go. They have some that are later at night that are in the adults only venues. So a lot of fun to do. They have prizes. I mean, it was like Disney the shopping bags, like the reusable shopping bags, nothing fancy, but it's still just fun to be a part and take part in that. There was also character drawing classes. My friend and I, we went and drew Goofy. They don't give you an eraser though. My Goofy looks awful without some of my, I didn't draw my sketch lines like enough, (laughs) Um, but character drawing classes for the family And for like, they had different levels of those throughout the cruise. They had craft classes, which I'm a big scrapbooker. I love to take pictures and scrapbook. They had a couple of scrapbooking things. And the nice thing is they provide everything. So when you went to the scrapbook, the memory one, they had all the papers and the stickers and the scissors and glue and all of that sort of thing. We went to one where you could make like a magnet or a Christmas ornament and they have everything. They'll do coloring times for kids and adults alike to come. They had all kinds of different crafts. Um, I know I didn't do it on this cruise, but on previous cruises, I've done the napkin folding, which is fun. They had cooking demonstrations, which I really would have liked to have done that because that we've done some, nice. yeah, they have different cooking demonstrations. We just couldn't work it in. They had a D23 preview. And the cool thing was this was right before, I think 10 days before D23 and Disneyland. And things that they told us on the boat were things that they then mentioned at the D23 Expo. So that was kind of cool. We got a sneak peek. They had a, uh, one of the Disney Broadway stars on board and he gave a talk about his life his name is slipping my mind, but I took pictures for our friend who, our friend Mike, who loves Broadway and just all kinds of things. At night, there's things for families and for adults alike. We went to dueling pianos one night and I thought they were really awesome. It was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and we went to the trivia at night. There's also karaoke, like regular karaoke and Disney karaoke. We are not singers at all. But it was fun to go listen. Correct. At the it was car- fun. Yeah. And there was a couple of people just so talented to hear them do the Disney songs. And it was just fun. I went to a couple of the regular karaoke's as well as the Disney ones. It was just a fun experience. Now, one thing, I could not get anybody to go with me. And the timing wasn't great either. I heard the bingo is awesome. Like there's a little bit of a, a higher buy-in. But what I hear is the prizes and the like the cash winnings was is really great. So somebody else go do bingo for me and let me know. I'm not like a bingo person. I don't know when I even played bingo last in my everyday life, but I was would have was really looking forward to and hoping to try to do that. They had game shows and all kinds of other fun stuff. And really 
I just think there's something for everyone, whether you like music, whether you're a game person. I thought there was a really great niche, which I've heard other people talk about this. They have awesome kids clubs on board. Lots of cruise lines have kids clubs, lots of things for adults. There's that 18 to 20 year olds where you're not going to go to the kids club or the teen club. You can't get into the bars and that for the adult things. And Disney does the 1820 club, I think it's called. And so when you look at the daily things or stuff for that 18 to 20 year old demographic, every day there was ice cream, social games, different things, which I thought was really great because I know I traveled with my parents a lot when I was in that age range. And I would have loved to be able to have some options. You can't necessarily go do the full adult things like the bars and that. But overall, there was just so much entertainment. Chris even talked about maybe wanting to go back again with his mom. And she's not a Disney person, but I think she would have enjoyed no, I stuff. think, yeah, and so we're actually looking at doing a, a group cruise again, hopefully in a couple of years. Yeah. So Disney knocked it out of the park once again with their entertainment, just like they did with the food and the general service that we talked about in the first episode. There's just so much to do. And I think the seven night cruises, you really get to appreciate and experience that at a new level. A fun fact the cruise activity director, he looks super familiar to us. And Chris goes, I think he was on our last cruise. And so I went and talked to him after one of the shows. And sure enough, we went on a cruise in December 2019 with a lot of Disney couples. We were on the Disney Dream. And he was the cruise director there. And he said that was his first stint with Disney Cruise Line. And then, of course, COVID happened, but he was back with Disney again. So it was kind of cool to see. You'll see familiar faces as well. But overall, I was very happy with the entertainment, just like I was with everything else on board. And Chris is usually not, you're not really into activities a lot. No, I'm not. But you seem to enjoy. No, it was nice. It was fun. I mean, you're paying a lot of money to be on a cruise. So why not take it? Because full advantage, the scenery was very nice, but it's not something that you can look at all day long. And I think it, the activities were well, well, good, very nicely designed in terms of in addition to like the on off, I guess, on land activities. And another side thing that you did was you used the gym on board, right? Very nice gym. It was a very nice gym too. So if you were into that, and I think they sometimes offer some exercise classes and that that you can take advantage of, as well as another onboard activity we didn't touch base on is the spa. And the spa has all kinds of really cool packages. We were on board right after my birthday. So they did offer, like I got a certificate where I could go um, to utilize a service. So I went and looked at everything they had and they only had availability on the days of port days when we already had other things scheduled. So I unfortunately didn't take advantage of any of that this trip, but I've heard wonderful things about the spa. So if you're into just rest and relaxation, you can do that as well. So that was rounds out our review of the entertainment on board. And we are going to wrap up with our two minute trivia and our wisdom from Walt quote. So Chris, you are up with trivia. Okay. Um, you know, part of the theme was just discussing about just the awesome entertainment options on board. So this is a Broadway question. Oh, no. Can I call a friend? No, you cannot. <laughs> Name the Disney property that is currently the it is the fourth longest running Broadway show, but it is the longest 
running Disney Broadway show? I'm going to go with, I think, like the only Disney Broadway show I've seen, which was with you. I'm just going to guess Lion King. That is correct. Wow. We went to Lion King when we were in college in Detroit. In college? Yeah, we went to see the Lion King in in Detroit at the Fisher Theater. All right. Well, that was a good one. Now, let's end with our Wisdom from Walt quote. And I thought this was kind of fun because we were talking about the character meet and greets and all the shows that had the characters. So this one goes into that. I try to build a full personality for each of our cartoon characters to make them personalities. And isn't that true about all of the wonderful characters we love, whether it be a classic like Mickey or a fun character like Olaf, you get to have, you really connect with them and you like certain things about their personality and who that that character is on screen and when you get to meet them on your Disney cruise. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Dis Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.